You're listening to Well Connected with Ricky and Fletch, where you'll hear from business professionals all over the country who have found their success through networking. Join us as we explore the path to success and what it takes to overcome adversity together. Okay, everybody, welcome to the debut of Well Connected with Ricky and Fletch. I am Ricky, and I am here as always with my man Fletch, and today is episode zero. We are doing our episode today, and the point of it is for you, our listeners, just to get to know each of us a little bit so you know who we are before you go on this journey of learning how to become a better networker with us. We're going to be every episode has a guest that we interview and talks about why they're good at networking, what they do, why it's important. Um, The show is not about either of us and our personalities and things will come out over time. But we think it's important that you have a little bit of a base understanding of who we are. Anything you want to add to that, Fletch, before we interview each other here? Yeah, the bottom line is, is we uh, we want to learn and grow together and and uh, you know, help everybody understand how important networking is and how excited we are to share that with the world. That's uh, that's that's what I'm excited about, at least. Yeah, and we do some fun things. You know, we we ask all our group, every, all of our guests get a, an icebreaker, fun, just random question from each of us to start off the episode. We even have a fun one that we end each episode with, and. Um, so far, because we've recorded a few episodes already in preparation of launching this, no, it's catches everybody by surprise. Pretty soon, people are going to start being prepared for these answers, and uh, maybe one day we'll have to shake it up a little bit. But for now, I really do like our questions. I think they're fun. I think it kind of just gets people, you know, a little bit of a inside personality that you don't get when people's game faces are on when they're out being professional and, you know in public like this so with that sean fletcher my man you could take it back all the way back and start over in your life and you were a professional athlete what would be your olympic sport oh man i thought about this a lot over the years (laughs) over the uh, years i mean you probably thought about it over the last eight weeks of episodes too right that too but (laughs) i truly look back and I realized I had a missed opportunity. I think I could have been a pretty dang good wrestler. Had I done more than like a year and a half, two years of wrestling in high school, I wish I would have started from when I was like four years old. Because that is a sport that is so amazing and so powerful and leaves so many superpowers. And we could talk about superpowers later. But so, yes, I would want to be an Olympic wrestler right now, you know, watching what Jordan Burroughs has done over the past several years and David Taylor's doing now. Olympic wrestling is, is, is where it's at. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. So you would be more in a traditional Greco. Uh, I would Gre- do freestyle, but yeah, I mean, maybe I would have been a Greco person. I don't know, but I wrestled in high school. I've got uh, seven years of, of jujitsu under my belt as an old man. I started in my thirties, uh, got back to the mats and I realized then that uh, I really, really love grappling and it's fun, but uh, my body doesn't like it. I'm just getting, I'm getting too old these days. So, so this episode's a little more fun and a little yeah. more just get to know us. I'm going to throw you a curveball. What okay. would your, 
pro wrestling WWF persona be? <laughs> oh man. Oh. I love it. I love it. I don't think you could be a villain. No. Or would you be a tag teamer? I guess we're tag teamers. We tag team all the You know, I think it would be kind of fun to be this is I don't know. I don't even know if I should say this. But I feel like some of some of my favorite like actual WD WD wrestlers were like the Lucha Libres, like the guys who literally mm. would like wear the mask and like fly off the top turnbuckle. I am not a small human, but I could picture myself trying to be that, and it would be fantastical. I, I picture uh, you kind of like the British Bulldog. I mean, that's cool too. That was my, <laughs> that was actually my favorite guy growing up was the British Bulldog. Nice. I mean, that was oh, nice. that was that was awesome. I love it. I love it. All right. We're going to get on track if we're not careful here. (laughs) Okay. The question I ask everybody every episode, what is the most recent app that you've downloaded on your phone? Well, it's your fault. It's it's 100% your fault. Um, I was an old man and I didn't have cash app on my phone. Oh, uh, yes. You needed to send me some money. So uh, now I have cash app on my phone and I don't know what to do with it, but uh, it'll, you know. It'll, it'll work out. I think that's what all the new young kids are doing these days is cash app. So we're getting with the times. <laughs> it's, uh, well, you know, you do that. You have it because for a long story and reasons I don't, we don't need to get lost in again here. Um, it's the way that the die can digitally send cash to people. So Venmo doesn't work for me. These other things, that's the one that works for me for, well, again, we can go on tangent on that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be it for another day, maybe. I don't know. We'll move on. Uh, it is kind of annoying to me that that's the only one that I really use. But it's that, again, we'll take that later. So awesome. Well, with that, man, who are you? What do you do? What got you here? What do you do? Yeah. So uh, I'm Sean Fletcher. Most people call me Fletch, though, uh, at least my friends and uh, many of my business associates. Call me Fletch, been Fletch for a long time. And uh, I'm a health insurance broker. Super exciting. I know everybody's super excited to meet a health insurance broker, but I'll tell you what, I do things a little differently. I like to be a guide. I like to be a a confidant. I like to be a a shepherd of my people. Um, I'm not a, you know, a pushy guy. I'm not trying to sell sell people into things. Um, I really want to just help people make sure they're in the right place. And, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's what I do, you know, is, is that's what I've built my business uh, for the last many years on. Um, I've lived in, in a lot of different worlds within the health insurance space. Uh, and this is the one that I found that uh, is the most fulfilling to me, the most beneficial to my clients. And uh, that's really all I want to say about what I do when it comes to this podcast, um, because <laughs> it's not about what I do. It's about, you know, who I am and why I think networking is super important, right? I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I married my wife, who was also my prom date. And uh, getting to know people, meeting people, being, you know, social with people, learning about people um, has been a big part of my life, my whole my whole life. I've really enjoyed that. I, I like, you know, I've never really fit in with one particular group, but I like to be able to know and meet and 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 learn from all sorts of different people. And so I've been networking in a more untraditional way for years and years and years 
probably definitely not, now that I've learned a lot uh, through this and through other other means, not as effectively as I should have been. But um, it's always been part of me. It's always been something that I I really enjoy connecting with people, and I think that's at the core of it. I think a lot that's a lot of what networking is about. You know, that's that's pretty um, good to hear. What I would have expected to hear, knowing you and you know getting to know you since we've been in BNI group together. But you know, I'm kind of curious how maybe share with everybody here why networking is important and beneficial to you and what you do in your business, your life. You know, people network, people want to network, but maybe they aren't as passionate about doing it as a skill or increasing that skill or see how it is so beneficial to their life. Share, share a little bit about that. Sure. So there's there's a couple ways, a couple routes I would say I want to touch on briefly. The first one being, why is it beneficial? I mean, obviously, when it comes down to it, bottom line is, is uh, we need to meet people in sales of any kind and business to to do business with others, right? And so in order to do that, um, you can either go the old fashioned way uh, where you're just knocking on doors, opening phone books and, and that kind of stuff and variants of that, or you can be more intentional, right? And meet, try to meet the right people, be in the right rooms, you know, uh, create relationships so that those folks, you know, have confidence in, in sending people your way, right? Becoming that expert in your field so that you can share the wealth and they can share the wealth with you. I really think that's that's the way to create a lasting, long-term solution to business in, in most cases, right? At least that I've found. And that's that's the business side of it, right? Is 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 how I'm feeding my family in many ways. But there's a lot of other benefits to networking as well, uh, including social, socially, right? Uh, a lot. I know a lot of parents, myself included. I go to those those baseball games, those soccer games, and there's, I mean, for every one kid, there's two parents sitting on the sidelines, right? And a lot of people are just in their phones nowadays. Well, I want to meet these people, right? My kids are growing up with these people. I want to know who they who they are you know, where they're coming from. I want to make sure my kids aren't hanging out with the wrong people or and vice versa. I want to make sure they're hanging out with the right people. And by doing that, you can create a lot of good friends, right? Meeting neighbors, right? It's networking, right? People don't do that these days. I feel like there's so many people in the world that just don't meet their neighbors. And I am one of those people who want to meet you, right? You don't need to be in my life all day, every day. But I'll tell you what, if I don't know you, I don't feel connected to my community. And so I feel like networking is something, the definition of networking is a lot of times put in this weird box and it's only for salespeople. It's only for these people who, you know, who trade referrals and that kind of thing. And there's certainly a, you know, there's certainly a part of it that that is that, but it's so much more and it's so much more valuable than that. Um, to not just people who want to make a buck, right? It certainly helps, right? Uh, but it, to people who just want to, to grow and live and be and, and and to live a full life is is to learn good networking skills, right? I, I just think it's invaluable. And that's why I wanted to do this. That's why I wanted to do this podcast with, with you specifically, Ricky, right? We're both very outgoing people. We have fun. We laugh. We have, we're real people. Um, we're both different people. And people will, I think that those listeners of this will learn throughout the course of our podcast that we are different people. 
but that's what makes it great having multiple perspectives having diverse you know conversations having all the people we're going to bring on from different backgrounds and different beliefs and different you know strategies i'm just i'm fired up about this this whole experience i love it you know it's funny what stuck out to me that you said right there was um you know being at your kids sports games and looking around and the parents aren't aren't even present in the game they're looking at their phones and you could take that beyond just those those moments look around i mean you know i get so annoyed when i'm walking down the street or through a hallway or someone and someone almost runs into me because they're looking at their phone they're not even freaking watching where they're walking like and but you know, and that's where I'm saying is as much as it's kind of nice to have that technology, I'm assuming they're just scrolling on social media nonsense and not doing anything important. I could be wrong. I'm going to judge them right there. Because I, <laughs> I know when I'm just walking around aimlessly doing that, that's what I do. We all are guilty of that. I don't care. Anybody on their high horse listen to that. They, everybody's guilty of doing that from time to time. So, um, but my what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get at is you're talking about, you know, wanting to be connected in your community. And in that moment, that community are the other parents of your kids, teammates or the other team. And or like you mentioned, your neighbors around yeah. your neighborhood. Right. And what we, we're going to have a couple of guests come on that talk about digital networking and expanding your reach. But. It's interesting what stuck, this is why this stuck out to me. It's interesting how that technology keeps us from networking within those smaller communities and smaller groups that you mentioned because yeah. we're too wrapped up in the technology stealing our attention. I think it's, I think it's a give and take. I think uh, I'm learning it. I'm trying to learn and get better at this. I think there's a time and place for everything. Sure. But and and there's there's a different definition for community or there's different versions of communities right there's online communities there's global communities there's local communities there's neighborhood communities but i think it's and what i'm working on doing is being present in the community i'm in at the moment i'm in it right um if i'm spending all my time in a global community when i'm and i'm neglecting my my local community you know, uh, I feel like a lot of things fall apart. Uh, well, and that's and that just goes to show if there's one thing that we've learned in the few episodes that have gotten started with so far. And I think I don't think this trend is going to change as as this continues and grows. What's the most common theme that we hear? I mean, relationships, I, I, connections. I mean that's networking, right? That's that's <laughs> yeah. But how connected? How how much of a relationship or a connection can you really make with somebody when you're not present in that moment, like you're talking about? Because even if True. somebody's walking down the street or at their kid's game, staring at their phone, they could say they're networking with people around the country. But are they? Because they're not really. They're halfway in. They're halfway at their kid's game, and they're halfway on their phone. So pick one. Yeah. If you're going to digitally network. Put your focus and be there at, at an appropriate time. If you're going to be at your kid's game with the neighbors, be there. Yeah. Be intentional. Be intentional with your time, you know, and be intentional with what you're doing. And then we'll learn about that one, too. I'll leave it at that. But Yeah. So so networking has clearly been important to you for community, 
helping you grow your business as a health insurance agent, you know, what about, what are you looking to grow yourself selfishly, personally, you know, like we do this, you and I get to talk to every guest. We've had a weird advantage over the last six weeks that the eight episodes we've recorded, we've been able to implement that because they haven't been launched yet. And everybody will start to be able to implement a lot of the cool stuff that we've already learned. So what, what are you selfishly looking to learn from talking to people who network in a way that you think do it better than you? Yeah. I want to glean some of the, some of the, the life lessons, the gold, right? I want to sh- take my little gold panning and, you know, we're sprinkling in our, our, uh, you know, our dirt, our, our episodes, and I'm going to pull a few little nuggets out of there. Right. And I'm going to apply them to mine and I'm going to try those. I'm going to see what works for me. And then maybe a couple of those work, a couple of them don't. And then I'm going to try implement a couple more. And my goal is to find my version. I think that's the overreaching theme is in a world where so many people are different, right? And, and we can we can be super excited about how different we are, right? Similar themes are going to 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 span, but how you implement or in, implement them can vary a little bit, right? And so you can find these different things that work best for you. What works best for you, Ricky, would probably work for me, right? But is it going to be the best version of that? Probably not. So maybe I'll need to tweak one or two things here, tweak one or two things there, and then I'm going to find that. But the beautiful thing about what we're learning here over these last eight episodes we filmed, and we've got, you know, at least a dozen more, you know, already booked, is that everyone's got their own little thing that they've, that they've, all the successful people we've done, uh, interviewed with, and they have success doing one thing or two things or five things, and they share that with us. And that's, that's the superpower here is, is that we have, we're, we're bringing it all together and we're, we're letting the listeners, you know, uh, take what they can. And, and, and me, I'm, I'm just absorbing it, right? Like it's, it's like a fire hose. And so I'm trying to pull, you know, one or thing, two things here and there so that, you know, uh, I can, I can just improve and get better, you know, and grow. And, uh, by doing this, right. It's, it's like a muscle. You know, you keep flexing, you keep flexing, and eventually it gets a little bit bigger. It gets a little bit better. And, uh, you know, it's practice. It's it's intentional practice. So. You know, you you saying that makes me think, um, and I don't, I, I'm trying not to get too much because this, this section of this episode is about you. I noticed, like when I interview clients or talk to prospects, whatever the case is, I've found, and I know we've only done eight episodes so far and we have a lot more planned and booked and are going to happen but just this process alone i've noticed in those interactions outside of the podcast has made me a better at that portion of my job already i i i tend to interrupt a lot because i have adhd and my mind races really fast and i can kind of see where people are going i'm not smarter than people i just that is just naturally i some i have to work really hard to do that but i've noticed doing this that i've been catching myself i give myself i give Pete, the person i'm talking to a lot more room to talk and actually listen to their answer instead of letting that monkey mind fast brain that i have get in the way have you noticed that you have maybe like some of that carried over to you in general i think so um i never put it together like that i think i'm being i think what i'm being is more like 
having these 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 interviews of in, in a sense is making me or helping me be a lot more intentional with my time with them. So I'm not I'm used to having 14 things going on at one time, kids screaming in the background. I'm quoting clients. I'm asking about their, you know, and I'm I'm there. I'm I'm trying to learn as much as I can about them. But there's a lot going on, so a lot of it's not retained unless I write it down in my notes and and take you know essentially take a screenshot of the, what I'm doing. But I feel like I'm finding myself being a lot more intentional with my time, with with my conversations, with with really listening to their problems. Um, not that I was bad at it, but I feel like I'm, no, I don't. I'm not suggest. I'm not trying to suggest that. I'm not trying to suggest I was this terrible person to talk to either. I I just I've noticed that like, hey, wait, I. I, it seems to me that I'm a lot more, maybe that's what it is, what you just said, intentional and able to focus and really be in the conversation. Because if we want people to get anything from this, this isn't about us. This isn't, this isn't a tribute to our egos to hear ourselves talk for an hour on a podcast. This is for us genuinely to learn what these other people, our guests are doing. And instead of just doing that, taking this and sharing it with the many others that want to be better and grow their networks also. 100%. And no one's going to listen to us if we can't just be in the conversation and right? They're not going to want to hear me interrupt all the time or you t- or you tell your kids to stop slamming the dang gate or whatever the case is, right? <laughs> just happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's 100% true. Yeah, we've got to we we've got to be intentional. We've got to listen to these folks. Uh we've got to I mean because the whole goal is about them and learning what they're doing, right? And trying to draw that out of somebody um that may be super willing to share it or maybe not so super willing to share it, right? Uh, or, you know, on purpose or, you know, not on purpose, but everybody, it's it's hard to drop things out of people sometimes. But generally speaking so far, I think we've had a lot of willing participants. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm excited about that. The, the, that abundance mindset of being willing to share your, your magic with the world is, uh, is part of it. That's, that's a key component to all this that we're doing here. I got another I got another one I want to kind of have you talk about a little bit before it's my turn to jump into the hot seat here but kind of like what's your origin story with networking like what got you into it why did you decide to go to a hard networking group like BNI where sure. which is where we met like what got you there how So going to that so that's that's an interesting story in that so I've been in this industry for a lot of years, almost 15 years now, um, the insurance space. And uh, when I left my the big agency I was with, I was on my own. I didn't have leads flowing in. I didn't have hope and a prayer. I really, looking back on it, I didn't have any business going out on my own. <laughs> but I tell you what, I did it. And uh, so I tried to go to different networking groups. And I tried to go to chambers. And I tried to go to all sorts of things, right? I tried online networking groups. I tried to, to really just try to figure out where to meet people, where to find clients. And that I, I struggled for a couple of years figuring that out, right? I was just doing it, trying to make it happen. And then I got invited to come visit uh, this BNI, this particular BNI chapter. And after visiting all the other ones, I was, man, I was salty. I was making fun of it before I even got there. I did not want anything to do with it, but I was like, Hey man, I'll come, I'll see. And, uh, 
yeah, I, I went, I showed up and all of a sudden I, I enjoyed the people I was around. This was right past COVID uh, or as it was kind of winding down. And uh, there were people who wanted to have real conversations, right? They wanted to tell me about what they were doing and they really genuinely wanted to learn about what I did. And then we found out about that we had similar hobbies or, you know, we lived in similar areas and, and it became a camaraderie that I just had to be part of. And that's a little over two years ago now that I joined that. And um, I've grown and uh, so much through just those relationships and the other business owners and professionals that I've met through that, just, just going and having real conversations with people that I can't imagine a world now where I live in a transactional world ever again. Um, I lived doing super high volume sales for a lot of years, um, being very transactional, being not, you know, being intentional with, I got to get a sale, not I need to make a relationship. And uh, it kind of took my soul, if you will, <laughs> sold my soul to the devil, if you will, for a short period of time. And uh, I didn't know what I was missing until I joined that group. And uh, I'm super grateful. And it's just gone up from here. And that's where we met, right? Uh, sometime later, uh, that's where we met. And uh, we we're super, I'm super lucky that that, that happened. So. Oh, absolutely. Me too. I, uh, you know, I've, I have always wanted to have a podcast because I like to talk and I like to talk to people. We got a guest, one of my favorites guys who's in our chapter that I like to talk to and just fun and when he said and it comes out in his episode i like to talk to a, what was it? i like to talk a lot and i like to talk to a lot of people i feel like that <laughs> I, I that i just that that I, I felt that so much you know but like i also don't want a podcast about nonsense or about um just me talking to talk to hear myself talk and satisfy my ego because i think i'm a good talker mm -hmm. i i mean right and uh We'll get in. I don't want to take, I'm not going to take your time here, your shine on this, but it's the same, you know, meeting you, being in a hard networking group, seeing the skill, it kind of all clicked of let's do this. Let's host something. Let's, let's interview people and let's learn ourselves and teach our audiences at the same time. And quite honestly, this has happened really fast. It's like, uh, I'm super stoked that we, I mean, you haven't been in that group for, for that long. And all of a sudden things just started clicking and we're starting to roll and, and uh, man, the energy is just palpable in, in that group and and within within between us and and this is oh, it's it's exciting. So it's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. At the end of it, if it's not fun, why are we doing? Life is too freaking short, man. If it's not fun and it's not beneficial, why? Why are you doing it? Exactly. Don't take yourself so seriously. This is fun. I have fun. networking is fun. Podcasting is fun. I mean, you know, it's great. So. I love it, man. So you're, you have a health insurance agency. You're a health insurance guru. You are a dad. Yep. You, yep. all those things, man, health insurance broker, guru, whatever you want to call me. Uh, I'm just here to help, help people solve some problems that, uh, man, and make some sense out of the nonsense in this health insurance world. It's uh it's crazy, man. Okay. So you are so. just, since, since we're kind of interviewing each other, like all of our guests, how do people connect with Sean Fletcher outside of the show? Yeah, man. Um, so you can go to the jwsgroup.com. Um, you can always email me, Sean, at the jwsgroup.com. Um, hop on my calendar at www. 
calendar, the number four, Sean.com. Um, let's connect. Yeah. I always love having coffee with people, having, you know, conversations. Yeah. Yeah. People want to have, have an expert look at their health insurance. Maybe they want to talk about networking, whatever it is. Sean's, Sean's Fletcher is the man real quick. So before we switch spots on the hot seat here, let's say someone around Beaverton finds you out and about wants to sit down with you. What is your coffee order, my man? Ooh. Well, if we're in Beaverton, we're going to Insomnia, um, <laughs> and we are we are going to have, or I am going to have, a uh, chai latte because they are absolutely heaven. It's like oatmeal cookie in a glass. But otherwise, you know, like an oatmeal vanilla latte. Um, I'm real basic like that, right? Basic so, something. So is that drink? Is that chai latte specific to insomnia? Or I could get you. Maybe you come to my side of the river in Portland, and uh, you could you'd, a chai latte would still fit. It's not the same. So if they make it from scratch, right? And it's like a mix. <laughs> like I'm oh. very, very partial to this chai latte. Like anything, any chai that comes out of like a, you know, a carton that they pour in there and then blend together with. No, that's not the same. It's not anywhere near it. It is. This stuff is magic in a glass and uh, they are amazing people there. So. Yeah. So you want to get Sean Fletcher a chai latte? You better bring the heat. You better bring the good ones over there. Yeah, I don't. I don't meet for for non insomnia <laughs> chai. All right. No, I'm uh, that's we can so find good. something anywhere. I like good coffee too, but we. I can only give one answer really. So that's right. That's right. Yep. Awesome. Well, uh, let's let's shift this shift gears over here and and move over to uh, to Ricky Hater over here. So yes, uh, sir. I need it's to on hear, this seat. Yeah. Let's get on the hot seat. Um, yeah. So what? So since you asked me, I've got to ask you, right? So uh, what? What's your most recent, you know, app you've downloaded? Todoist. Todoist. What is Todoist? Tell it us. It is. What. It is a to do. It's like made for to do list. To do lists. Okay. okay. Right. I can be unorganized by nature i have adhd that probably comes out in some of the episodes and just when you anybody who knows me knows that and it's fine it's my superpower but it also can be make things challenging like just generally being organized and remembering things to do that aren't fun and exciting and i can't i, I find that if i have notepads and write it down like during the day, like a lot of normal people do, and then cross them off while they're working so they don't forget. Maybe they get a phone call during the day and have to do it, get to it, while stop what they're doing. I get a lot of thoughts all over the place all the time. My mind doesn't stop working. And so I, and what is with me all the time, my phone. So I can quickly pick that up and I can use it to um, have different like work, personal, kids, you name it. And depending on where the set ideas and okay. I can go okay. in and put that down there. And then I have an app downloaded into my computer on, from the Microsoft store that matches it. So I can also have it on my screen. So that way I'm more organized yeah. and I don't have to lose a thought or an idea until I'm at my notepad and then lose that notepad and which notepad has which thoughts and which notes and which what it's all right there in one place. And it keeps me organized, focused, 
and remembering. I like that. That might be the uh, the suggestion of the week right here because that's, <laughs> that's man, uh, same way. Sometimes I I run on. I've got I've literally have a stack of yellow notepads just right here, and I, they're everywhere because I I, it's, I love them, but it's, well, they're not at, organized. In so. a different time, ask me about my remarkable two for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no that's a good one i like it all right and then the other one we've got to go to uh if you could change the world change your whole life and uh go back as an athlete what uh what are you doing where where is where's ricky hater if sports well i got two answers i i have two answers okay for this one if we're going all the way back as a kid skateboarding okay or snowboarding either one i grew up doing both of those sports. I love both of those sports. And they, when I was a kid, they weren't in the Olympics. They only became in the Olympics. Skateboarding, I think, was the first year was this last summer, was the debut of skateboarding, I think. Snowboarding has only been maybe for the last 10 or 15 years, I think, at the most. They made their own Olympics, Maybe less. The X Games. Yeah, they made their own Olympics. They didn't need the Olympics. They just made their own. That's badass. So, so those, those, if we're going, turning the clocks back today, current me, if you want to go back 10 or 15 years when maybe I had a little more freedom in my life, uh, curling, absolutely (laughs) curling. I, a secret thing that a lot that, that you to know about me i am really good at bar games darts pool <laughs> shuffleboard i like back one of some of my favorite things to do are backyard hangs we have some of the nerdy big board games our neighbors come out our friends we we play games all the time i'm super competitive with that kind of stuff i think that i i still think even today i would be an excellent curler i mean there's going to be a winter olympics coming up maybe you gotta you know grab a beer in your hand in one hand and a, a curling stone in the other and and just show up see what happens and i think that's the only way to do it (laughs) keeps you you balanced i feel like you gotta have you know yeah right i love it i love it man that's that's so that's so you it's so you fantastic all right well let's uh let's keep going here um yeah i want to know i mean i think i want to know more too is more about you who are you what do you do and i mean i know what you do but i want i want to know more about you man so I'm Ricky Hader, and I am a Portland Oregonian, born and raised. I'm an original Portland native, and we are starting to be Start clapping, everyone. <laughs> we're starting to be uh, more of the minority Portland natives. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I know that I get a lot of street cred or I know when, you know, if you're out on the town, you're, you're at a bar or a show or a restaurant or wherever you're at and you meet somebody new and you, it's, it's, it's interesting and fun to meet other Portland natives who remember old Portland. Oh yeah. Right. Who, who knows Farrell's? Right? Oh, no one remembers like Portland, like Oregonian. Like, come on. If you had a birthday party at Farrell's, we can quickly connect. Show is over. We don't have to do all this networking nonsense and tactics. We're already, we're family, man. Right. Yeah. That's right. That, That place. So I'm born and raised in Portland. I've lived all over the city because I've, lived in john's landing my parents and our family 
in middle school, we moved to Tualatin. I went to Jesuit High School in Beaverton, and I went to college at University of Portland in North Portland. So I've lived in all the corners of the town. I love my city. I bleed it. I am a diehard Blazers fan. I'm cursed every year. I mean, we can take this season, for example. I fall in love. This is the year. This is going to be such a great team. Oh, man, I love what they put together. Look at these guys. They're great. Only to have my heart ripped out and stomped on come March, May, April, and it doesn't happen. Um, it's been 43 years and I has, still don't know better. So um, I'm cursed with that. <laughs> I... It's okay. You can, you, can be a, you can be a lovable loser. It's okay. <laughs> I grew up in a family business. We, my grandfather started what became the biggest packaged ice factory in the Northwest. He started in his garage. That and his story has always driven me to make something myself and do something myself. I was very close with him. And, um, you know, the way this is this is one of my favorite stories about him. And just so you know what kind of motivates me to get out there and meet people and make things happen, because he was very well connected in the Italian community in Portland. I mean, there wasn't an, an Italian in Portland that didn't know who he was and all kinds of small business owners around town that didn't know him and him, them. I mean, he was he was, you know how they say like, oh, he, oh, that guy's basically the mayor of that place. He was <laughs> right. Like that was my grandfather. And when he started his company, he got these small little ice makers like you have in hotels, a couple of them put in his garage. This was okay. when my mom was in high school. Okay. And he went around to little to all the stores around town asking if they wanted to sell his bags of ice. And at the time they said, you know what? We don't, nobody buys ice. We don't, we, we don't need this. We don't want it. But because he was so well-connected and had such a huge community, he had all of his friends go to these stores when they were shopping. And while they're checking out with their groceries or their drinks or whatever it is, ask if they had ice to sell because they were having a party. And the stores, of course, no, we don't sell ice. We don't do that. So then he would trail them and go back and say, hey, I'm just following up. You know, I came by, you said you didn't want to buy ice. Maybe is something changed? And you know what? People have been asking for that. Yeah, I think we should try that. And now... What store doesn't sell a bag of ice? 100%, man. I mean, that is having a plan, having intention, creating demand, like all the sales skills. And if I might add, knowing you now, I I fully understand maybe a little <laughs> bit of why you're super comfortable going and just meeting, you know, random bar owners, random, you know, restaurant owners. It's like in your blood, I think, at this point. I, that I that story is something that I just think is so gangster and so awesome and yeah. so just like making it happen. And it really goes to the heart of where I've found my new passion in networking. He couldn't have done that and been successful with on his own. I mean, everybody has the ability to be successful on their own. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to discount anybody's ability or motivation or drive or any other attribute that makes individuals successful. But because he had that community to help do that heavy lifting, without it, it would have been a much more difficult climb or it, he may have flamed out and had to go back to being a, his job as a post office.
or postman yeah mail carrier yeah it's super i mean it's that dedication that drive that you know but also yeah knowing how to find and build a community and utilize it to to everyone's gain right because that wasn't just him he i'm sure all those people who bought their groceries were benefiting from it when they could buy bags of ice for parties right yeah party right so you know and and and, yeah and so and so that also but but prior to networking is how i got into insurance you know after after our family business eventually became acquired and corporate and sold um because that was the nature of the industry um all of a sudden i was needed something myself and being an insurance agent checked all the bo- all of those boxes as far as a career the freedom the income i'm very social i get to meet people i get to help people i have a product to sell that literally every single person in the world needs in one way or another you can have your opinions about insurance and insurance companies and all the nonsense that sometimes comes with it but at the end of the day it is the law in some cases to have it and you everybody needs it like it or not so yeah. well and, and how you get it right is is uh, i think everybody gets frustrated with having to have insurance but when you when you work with somebody who is so passionate about what they do like yourself right is, and i've just learned this about how much you actually care for these people right yeah. and how much you go and to the lengths you'll go to make sure someone is 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 taken care of it changes right it, it adds value it it's it makes it more important about having the right person than it is even having having the insurance itself in many ways right not completely but you know is is how who handles it for you can be all that and I'm, well I'm, well right and that's exactly right and i think being a good agent like you're saying is having a strong network behind you because let's say one of my clients has a car accident well I have, what do you need? I mean, yeah, of course I'm going to file your claim. My team, my agency is going to file your claim. That's whatever. But are you okay? What do you need? Do you need a a trusted, vetted acupuncturist, massage therapist, physical therapist, chiropractor, attorney, mental therapist to help heal you from the trauma you just went through? in your crash and do you know how your insurance is set up to support you to use those resources and you don't know where to start or how many providers there are out there that just burn up your pip or go through that as a quick paycheck because it's there instead of actually knowing how to strategize that among the network to really put position you to heal and so important so all of that like yes I mean, if your answer is not yes, then you're not paying attention, right? right. I mean, if your answer is not yes, you just clearly aren't paying attention. You're zoning out because, because yes, you need all those things, but you think you got to be on your own for it, and and that's the beautiful part about working with you. Tell us a little bit though, right? So I kind of I don't want to spend too much time on the ins and outs and the why because this isn't an insurance podcast. Nope. There's plenty, and of- it's and it's not about us personally. Yeah. I get it. So. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, how, like your journey with networking, right? You know, how, mm-hmm. how is, why is it important, but also, you know, what are you doing with, you know, uh, with networking? So I'm an insurance agent and I just say that because that's what I am and that comes out all the time, but it's not really that much different than anybody in outside sales or any small business who has to, you become a small business. Let's say you're a physical therapist by trade. And you want to work for yourself event 
all of a sudden you have to learn how to be a salesman, how you have to be a business owner, how you, you have to do all these other skills too, right? Mm -hmm. Me being an insurance agent means, you know, I, I understand insurance contracts and coverages and this, but I also have to be able to persuade people to get it from me and the and persuade them when they try to tell me they don't need coverage that I know better that they actually need for when it comes for a claim. So when I started I started a captive, moved to be independent. This stuff, these details aren't very important, right, for it. But when I went captive, I had didn't, I couldn't access the clients that I had from my captive days because when I went independent, I couldn't ex do that because of a non-compete, non-solicit. You have when that happens, that's standard. What do I do? I'm, I'm a cold caller. I would make two to three hundred cold calls a day to get people to let me quote their personal insurance. And I'm sure a lot of listeners who are into networking and listen to this understand the brutality of cold calling in general, but I can't think of a worse job in the insurance oh, experience Anybody to do been that. In insurance, that, that's <laughs> terrible. Or just sales in general, making cold calling people like that. Really, my passion is commercial insurance. Today, I'm a commercial insurance person. I don't do a lot of personal lines. Personal lines for me, you got to know me. You got to like, otherwise, I there's a team that does that. I, I focus, my primary focus now is commercial insurance. And in order to be a good commercial insurance agent, even more than, than on the personal side, having a solid network to be a resource to the business owners that I'm protecting through insurance is very valuable. And I don't like cold calling at that volume or doing that anymore. That's a transactional way to do business. When it can be referred to me, it's better because now I don't have to spend the time convincing anybody that I am an expert. It's already been done for me before I talk to that person because my network said that and sent them to me. Yeah, that's so important. And, and it's, it's, it's like having 100 salesmen working for you. Right. right. It's it, they're just uh, people are finding problems and you're solving them. And it's not it's just so much closer to a sale, but more importantly, so much closer to a solution for this this individual or this business or whoever you're working with. It's it's super, yeah, it's a superpower. So, so fast forward to um, today, I'm in a hard net what they call a hard networking group. It's a hard networking group because there's a lot of it's somewhat rigid in its requirements to be a member as far as you need to have referrals, visitors, guests, attendance, all these things, right? And I've no and I'm in BNI. There's a number of them. Our podcast isn't specific to BNI, although it comes out a lot because that's what we do and that's who we are. But the what we talk about is ap applicable to anybody trying sure. to grow their networks. For so sure. fast I had been in insurance for about eight, nine years before I finally gave in to join BNI. And the funny thing is I knew about BNI. I've always known about it. A lot of outside salespeople do, but I've never joined it because of the hard networking group aspect for it. I, it was the, it's the account. It was that hardcore, the rules and structure that kept me away for so long, but it's actually now that I've been here, what makes it work. Yeah. And you know, I've I've tried many groups. I was a Rotarian for a long time, and that's more about service, and that's you know a different way to meet people. I've I tried others. I don't even remember the name of them, and they all flame out. So I got to B and I because 
I want to meet people more intentionally and build that referral network and also have value to provide to my clients. I love it. You are, and you, you epitomize what a BNI member needs to be like. Um, you, I mean, you've done so much in the period of time you've been there. I'm lucky to have you in our group and hopefully the listeners will learn more and, and join uh, uh, our networking group and be, that's all that they need and want to be too. But back to the podcast here, talk to me a little bit about why you're here. Why are you doing, why did you decide to do a podcast with me? Like why, why are you, you know, what are you looking so, at out of this? Two couple, there's a couple of reasons. We'll start selfishly. Um, a podcast is a good way to network also. We'll, we're going to, I assume, get opportunities to meet people that maybe we wouldn't know to reach out to or them to reach out to us because they hear our show. And yeah. and so I think that we're going to be able to meet people selfishly for that. That And maybe that's not so selfish because those people can be valuable to our networks and our referral partners and our clients, but just to meet more people. Yeah. Another selfish reason is because I want to learn to be more effective and better at networking, right? I mean, networking, I think people avoid getting into and going all in because especially when you're starting out or younger and whatever it is you're doing, because you just got to get business on the books. So you want to call, give me a quote right now. Let's close this. Let's do it next, next, next. Where networking, you have to spend time cultivating those relationships and that trust and building that out and showing that you are slower but it's better. So selfishly for me, the only, the best way I know is to learn from others. So if I want to sit and talk to others about what they're doing, I get to use this podcast to selfishly learn from people who are doing it better than me. And I thought, okay, let's not be selfish about this. And let's record these conversations in a podcast format so that other people like me and you who want to develop better networking skills and build a better network have access to the same people and the same knowledge that we're learning by doing it. And another unselfish thing in the same way that I see it helping your and my networks grow, it's going to help our guests audiences grow because other people will hear their episodes and maybe want to connect with them about how they network better or even about their business, right? I'm glad you said that because I think it's important to note that the the bigger your network isn't always the better your network, right? But if you put quality out there, right, you attract quality. And by doing this intentionally with the whole point to give and get, right? Oh, and ideally give more than we get. I think that that will by in and of itself raise the quality of, of the relationships we have and the relationships our listeners have and the world around us. And I think that's super powerful. I, I, oh, I right. You know, and, and, and outside of the selfishness also being in B&I and learning the metrics that are measured that show what a quote unquote good networker is or someone who is exceeding within BNI. And if you exceed within BNI, you're exceeding at networking, at growing your network and helping your network partners, right? But when you see those numbers and you see so many people having the lower scores because they don't know how to refer people or how to invite people to come and network with them or how to effectively connect and meet people I also felt like there was a void 
or a hole out in the universe of people to have a resource to say, hey, I want to be a productive BNI member because givers gain. The more I give, the I also receive, or it feels really good to give good referrals to not only your client, but your referral partner. I mean, it feels great being able to do that. And so creating a resource to provide to all of those people, some we know and many we don't, to be able to take all of these lessons and say, oh, I didn't realize that was it and implement that and see themselves grow in networking better and and developing better connections. It's going to make, I hope that people leave comments and reach out to us about how much we helped them. And again, not because of my ego feeling powerful, but really because it just, it's just like passing that referral. It's just like help for your client and your network. It's going to make me so happy that we made something that is actually useful and not just an hour of listening to ourselves talk. I love it. I love it. When it comes down to it, we got to be useful. I love it. Right. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger says, right? Yeah. Book just came out. Book. <laughs> um, so that's why I want to do it. Why I want to do it with you. I met you in our BNI group. And I think that we both have very similar approaches into client development and care and relationships, the way that we protect our clients, the way we go out and intentionally meet people, both want to grow in the same organic, healthy way. And we get along great. And it's, and I, and you're, but we're also different in our personalities enough that I, I think having co a co-host in that way. And I, we talked about this a little bit when you were on the hot seat and Having just those two couple of different perspectives when we get a guest is important to really open the guest up more and see things from a couple of different angles because what resonates with me may not resonate with you and vice versa. And that goes with our listeners as well. Agreed. And we're the last two original, you know, uh, Portland natives. So <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. We're the only remaining. Uh, well, I love this. I love that we're getting your story out. More will roll out, obviously, um, as we as we move on. But uh, in the uh, name of time a little bit here, we need to kind of get this going. So t- tell our listeners where they can you know meet you, how they can get a hold of you. Talk to us. Tell us where 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 they can where they can reach out to you. Yeah. So um, you want to network with me. Uh, my networking group, we meet online every Wednesday at 9 a.m. It's full of other professionals there that have business to give out, business to get. It's a good place to network with me and my friends. Reach out. I'll send you the link. You want to individually meet me or talk with me? Um, you know, I really like LinkedIn and Facebook. You can find me, Ricky Hayter, H-A-Y-T-E-R, through LinkedIn and Facebook. For business, I'm a liquor liability specialist. I help bars, taverns, uh, nightclubs, and restaurants with two or more locations that also serve alcohol. I am a specialist in their insurance, and I help them save money and get better coverage in a lot of way. I'm also a certified work comp advisor. So if you have more than 10 employees and you really want to get into the details of how to strategize that to also save money and make your company more profitable and safer. I help with that too. You can find me professionally. My email is ricky.hater at highstreetins.com. I love it. All the ways to get a hold of you and adding value always. 
once we get this on YouTube, you can also scan my uh, QR code on the co on the thing here that for some reason in like every episode people love to make fun of about and that's fun. One of these days, everyone's going to have those, those, so it's okay. I think it's mostly me teasing you, but you know, it's okay too. Um, all right, man. So you know what's coming. Sure if, do. Uh, if our listeners are so lucky to meet you and to go out to coffee with you, what do they need to order you? Oat milk latte. Hey, yo. A, that's a classic. It's a quick classic. I mean, that's not the way to put it. That's a that's a new new age classic. I feel like it's just awesome. You can't go wrong. But quick you can go it. wrong if you're in the in uh, maybe a more rural small town. You may that might not oh, be a very favorable order. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. we don't take ourselves too seriously around here you know what's funny when we were just for our audience as a little side note here when we were designing and putting together our logo and everything for this uh the first version we had we showed to a couple of friends and they were like well how come you guys aren't wearing hats <laughs> and I, and I didn't even always wear hats. I didn't really think about it. I don't usually on Zoom like this when we record. I mean, in, out in real life, you see me on the streets and the wherever. I typically do in professional settings. Nev not usually. No, like I know, but it's funny that that was the thing. So we got we wear hats in our logos, and now I'm kind of conscious of I got to wear a hat to record our episodes. Uh, I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's fun. And that's kind of the whole thing here also. Being good at networking, don't take yourself too seriously. Be genuinely who you are. If you don't wear hats, don't wear a hat. If you wear hats, wear hats. Who cares? Come as you Be are. you. Come as you are, man. Be you. Be authentically you. And you will connect with people who are attracted to that. And those that don't connect with you because you're authentic to who you are, guess what? It's okay. There's plenty of people out there. On both you don't ends. have to you yeah you don't have to be friends with everybody you have to be friends with the people who you know like and trust and who know like and trust you there's just as many haters as there are lovers out there right I love it I love it beautiful well man appreciate you uh going sitting in the hot seat and uh now we get to move on to putting other people in the hot seat this will be fun. I can't wait I'm all fired up these episodes have been great we got a next episode is just a quick little recap the two of us, since we don't have a history out there of what's coming in these first eight episodes, we don't need to do that again because now we'll have some episodes out there. People know kind of what to expect and what we're doing here, and they'll speak for themselves. The guests we've had so far have just been phenomenal. I'm so thankful that they gave us their time, and there's some on there that are absolute killers. Some I don't know as well, but I'm sure they are as also, and there's more to come that I don't even know about, and this is so much fun, and we're just getting started. And uh your network is your net worth. Let's help increase that for all of us. Heck yeah. And that's well-connected, folks. Like us, share us, follow us. Review us. Review us, yeah. Give us to your friends, people who want to hear something, something you learned. Maybe not this episode, but the ones to follow, you'll probably learn a lot. So come back, join us. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Well Connected with Ricky and Fletch. The place for navigating business growth through networking. If you've learned even one thing from sharing the last hour with us, please share this with a friend or associate who also might appreciate it too. Only together can we become truly well-connected. Join us each week to learn, grow, and network your way to new heights. heights.